Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. So years ago, when I was first ordained a priest, I was living in, I don't know, Duluth, Hibbing, somewhere in northern Minnesota, and I would listen to Christian radio to wake up. And now I know people say, I don't like Christian music. I'd love Christian music. That's great, wonderful. I use it to wake up. On the first Lent, the first Ash Wednesday, I remember waking up to the Christian music, saying, I can't wait for them to talk about Ash Wednesday. I can't wait for them to talk about Here's the beginning of Lent. Let's all do this, Christians, and move forward to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus at Easter. And then realized no one said anything. Like, in fact, there was, there was no difference. And I remember thinking, oh, oh, I didn't realize. Not all Christians commemorate or enter into Lent. I mean, some Lutherans do and some uh, Methodists do. And I, think, I, think, I think Methodists. And um, Anglicans, Episcopalians, they do. Um, but a lot of other denominations don't. And it was one of those signs of like, oh, here's the body of Christ divided. I didn't, I didn't realize that people didn't do this. What I didn't expect and didn't anticipate would be that there's some animosity, I think, sometimes um, when Catholics enter into Lent, so some non-Catholic Christians can have a little bit of like a, so what's this all about kind of a thing. And um, sometimes it's friendly and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's like, oh, just, I just didn't know about that. And sometimes it's, hey, where's that in the Bible? Strictly speaking, Lent isn't in the Bible. But what you do have is you have 40 days. You have the number 40 throughout the whole Bible. That means training, testing, preparing. So you have the 40 days of the flood. You know, rains 40 days, 40 nights. You have the Israelites in the wilderness for 40 years as they're being trained and tested and prepared to enter the promised land. You have Jesus himself who goes into the wilderness for 40 days to do battle with the devil, to train, to be tested, and to prepare for his ministry. And so as Christians, as followers of Christ, we have the same kind of thing. Well, if Jesus went and engaged in battle, training, testing, and this whole combat, you know, um, this engage of preparing, then we're going to do the same thing. As followers of Christ, we're going to take 40-ish days, and we're going to set that aside for training and for testing, and for preparing for something incredible like the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And so we take that idea and apply it to our lives. Now in the early church, they took that so seriously that all those who are going to get baptized at Easter would have this season leading up to Easter as that time of purification and enlightenment, a time of training and trial and preparing. And in that, one of the things they were doing is that's called Lent. Now, other Christians saw this. People who were already baptized saw that and said, I want that too. I want to engage in this trial time. I want to engage in this time where I get to do battle against the world, the flesh, and the devil. And so they did. So that's kind of, in a nutshell, where Lent comes from. Even though it's not, strictly speaking, in the Bible, you must celebrate, um, enter into this time of training, trial, testing, and preparing. Now, other people ask the question, like, you know, so where's ashes in the Bible? Well, they're kind of all over the place, especially in the Old Testament. Whenever someone was repenting of something, they were repented in dust and ashes or in sackcloth and ashes. Ashes are that sign, biblical, a biblical sign of interior repentance. Are they necessary? No. But are they helpful? Yes. Just like a lot of stuff. Is it necessary? You know, is it necessary to have um, a cross around your neck? No. Is it sometimes helpful for people? Yeah. Um, is it necessary to have a Jesus t-shirt? No. Or a little decal on the back of your car? No. Is it sometimes helpful? Yes. Because it helps me remember, okay, as I'm driving down the road, if I cut someone off, they might see that Jesus decal and I'm not representing and not witnessing to Jesus. So is it necessary? Absolutely not. But is it helpful? Sometimes. Same thing with all the other stuff that we do in the church. Probably not necessary, some of them. But helpful? Hopefully all of them.
I know people who have asked, what about the whole meat on Fridays? Where, and where in the Bible does it say don't eat meat on Fridays? The Bible doesn't say avoid meat on Fridays. What does it, what does it say? It says Jesus died on Friday. So Jesus' die, death on Friday means that that day is, is changed. We commemorate that day. We see that day as a day where we enter into the solemnity of Christ offering up himself to the Father for our sins. So it's a, it's a day of kind of like mourning or a day of fasting. Whereas Sunday, the day he rose from the dead, we always see that as a day of feasting. It's a day of celebration. It's always, no matter what season of the year, no matter what time of the year it is, Sunday's always a day of feasting. It's always a day of celebrating the resurrection. And so, think about this. Any given week becomes this entering into the mystery of Jesus' death and his resurrection. And so in order to observe that and like say, let's build it into our day, the church said, how about this? Meat is associated with feasting in most cultures. And since Friday is not a day of feasting, let's just say this. Generally speaking, make it easy, right? It's not a difficult thing to avoid meat. We're going to say no feasting on Fridays. If meat is associated with feasting, no eating meat on Fridays. If there's nothing bad with meat, we're not prohibiting certain foods like it says in the New Testament. No, we're just saying that on this day, hey, enter into the fact that this is a solemn day. It's a good day, Good Friday. But it's a solemn day where we recognize Christ's sacrifice. We participate in it. People can explain it by saying that that's the day Jesus offered up his very flesh. So that day we don't eat flesh. I'm like, makes sense too. Now, someone will say, you know, but okay, so this whole Lent thing though, um, why do you do it? And I remember having some Catholic friends say, well, it just, you know, it helps me be a better person. Helps me kind of discipline myself, follow Jesus more closely. Um, and then saying, okay, but this, you know, being a better person is not going to get you to heaven. You're right. Jesus gets you to heaven, right? Jesus is the one who makes heaven possible. The Holy Spirit is the one who makes heaven actual. It makes it actually actual, not just possible, but real for us to enter into heaven. But as Catholic Christians, we believe that we, when we cooperate with God's grace, when we do his will, that we're getting closer and closer to him no matter what. That when we cooperate with the Holy Spirit in his actions in our lives, and say yes to, him, yes to him and no to sin. Then we like freely unite our sufferings to the sufferings of Jesus that it does something. Yes, it's Jesus is the one who makes heaven possible. But you know this, you know this in, those, in the scriptures. Jesus says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of God, but only those who do the will of my Father in heaven. So we know that this is true. We know that, yes, Doing disciplines of Lent is not going to save anyone in the sense that it makes you now, you're worth going to heaven. No, Jesus is the one who saves. Jesus is the one who saves. But our response is to do what? Is to do the will of the Father. So in that, in that we say, okay, during this Lent, I'm going to enter more deeply into prayer. I'm going to offer up more sacrifices in the sense of fasting. And I'm going to enter into almsgiving, help my brother and sister. Why? Because I believe that God is calling me to prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. I believe that his will is found in getting close to him, in listening to the church, and obeying what the scripture says. I believe that when I say yes to these disciplines, I'm saying yes to him in a certain sense. When it comes to entering into Lent, we don't do it because we think that it'll make us worthy of heaven. When it comes to entering into Lent, we don't do it because we think that, uh, that now I'll be saved because I gave up meat on Fridays. We do it because we believe it's a response to a loving Father. And we're trying to respond with love to the God who is love. Romal here at Ascension Presents. My name is Father Mike.
God bless.